We believe in growth and continuous learning. We believe in educating and sharing knowledge. We believe the body is miraculous and is able to heal with the proper nutrition and support. And we believe the right mindset is key to your success. I'm Amanda Golightly. And I'm Kate McDowell. And And this this is is the Limitless Limitless Podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. Today we're going to be kind of discussing around people we hang out with the most and that may lead us into support groups that may lead us into mastermind groups will kind of be all over ultimately the intention we want to get across is awareness for why people join this group versus that group and things just to kind of like keep in mind when you're when you're in these groups and because the first thing that comes to mind for me is the support groups and generally and now this is just my opinion because i know some people may feel differently generally when people go into support groups they end up it's a support group to stay in whatever you're supporting and i know kate you can speak more to this because you've got personal experience in actually being involved with those groups i don't know if you want to tell us a bit more about that yeah for sure and That's, that has been my experience in the past as well. Um, I joined a bunch of support groups, you know, after having a critical illness diagnosis at a fairly young age, I didn't know who to talk to, who understood what I was going through. And so I joined a bunch of support groups because I was like, these are my people. This is my tribe. These people know the struggles that I'm dealing with. This is awesome. But for a while, it was awesome if there were things that I was struggling with that I needed to come in and talk through. I had tons of feedback and support from the people in the group then. So, you know, when Amanda said, like, if that's what you're looking for, they can be very helpful if that's the intention. But the issue that I found was when I started to realize that there were other things that I could do for myself and ultimately started working towards improving my own health and my own quality of life. And I came into the support groups that I was in and I was like, I was excited. I was, for the first time since being diagnosed, I felt like I had hope. And I felt like I had all this empowerment to be able to do things for myself. And when I tried to share that with the members in the group, the backlash that I got was really surprising to me. Um, and that for people can be really kind of like, there's uncertainness there because it's like, I thought these people were my friends, right? And what you can start to realize is that they're there for you. They're happy to support you. Um, they're happy to be, you know, in your company, in your corner, I guess, while you're still in the same place where they are. And when you start to improve yourself or you start to do things differently and you start to ultimately step away from, you know, the diagnosis and the staying in the same place, it changes the group dynamic and suddenly you don't belong, which is exactly how I felt. And I was pushed out of all the support groups I was a part of. I had some nasty feedback from some of the members in the groups at times. Um, and yeah, I was, I was completely, suddenly I was an outsider in a place where I'd felt like I so belonged in the past. It was very much a place for you to one, reach out to someone who had some understanding of what you were going through. And then I guess it it does build a community for people to 
connect with. And then um, for some, I know it becomes a bit of an identity as well. So if it's like, if I'm not this person, a part of this group, and I don't have whatever the support group is for, then what? And I guess in your case, because you had changed and were thinking differently than the support group, it was all of a sudden, it, it didn't jive anymore. You were very much a different energy and you, I guess what comes to mind for me is you were almost perhaps maybe a threat for that community. I don't know if that's a good word to use, but just in the sense that you would change things, I guess. Yeah. And like, ultimately that's the thing, right? Like anytime you decide to do something for yourself, anytime you want to improve something or change the way you're doing things, you are going to change the dynamic of the group. And I didn't realize that it was going to have a negative impact on the group. I thought me coming in and sharing like, listen, I've been eating differently and I'm feeling a lot better. I thought me coming in and sharing that would benefit the people that were in there. And the backlash was really surprising. And I like what you said too, about how it can become an identity in the group. Being a part of that group can be a part of, of who you are or something that you hold very close. And that can be said about a lot of things in terms of illness. That's a lot of the times what happens too, right? Is this feeling of, if I didn't have this, what would I have? What would I have to talk about? You know, who would be my, my people? I would lose a lot of friends. You know, my whole life would have to change. So ultimately like that can be what stops people from moving forward and in, in improving their health or in improving their career or their family life or any of these things is the fear of like, who am I if I don't have this? Something that I've known for so long. So, you know, kind of a little bit of a tangent there on what you said about the group, but that's ultimately what can happen and it can be scary for people. And yeah, the it becomes a threat to the group because it's like, if if you start to show us that there's different different options possible and other people in the group start kind of following your lead and making changes for themselves, then is it expected that I'm going to make changes for myself too? Right? So there's a lot of layers to that, but you know, when it comes to why you're joining groups like this, any group, if it's a social group, if it's, you know, a work group, it's it's remembering that there are going to be times we're meant to grow as human beings. And if it's growth in terms of improving your health, improving, you know, your your income, so moving into a different role in your company, if it's a different social circle, if it's different relationship values, we're meant to grow. And there are going to be times where things are going to change. And it's recognizing that, you know, the people you surround yourself with is going to have to change too, right? Yeah. It's very much like the intention of why you decide to join anything. Like, what do you want to get out of it? And I guess that could change as well. You might go into, say, a support group because you want to connect with someone who understands what you're going through and all the different uh, layers to that. But as you, I guess you found your intention changed because you, your awareness changed to what was available for you and you, you wanted to share that. And then all, so it's, it's very interesting. Like, even if you switch to like a mastermind group or something, what's the intention going into that as well? As you said, you want to learn and grow and you want to be supported in that way. Um, but if that group is not supporting you 
and challenging you to do new things and go out of your comfort zone. And um, I guess if you're working on a business or something to grow that and then actually expand, then that group is not actually doing you any favors either. And it, again, it just all comes down to the intention of what you want. And sometimes you just need that push to, and that's usually what those mastermind groups are supposed to be for. And it's unfortunate it's unfortunate these support groups are just not, I say support groups in general, but some of them are not, um, are not, you know. Supportive. Supportive. Yes. Thank you. I'm trying to search for my words here. They're not like encouraging better for everybody in the group. Like, I, I don't know. It's, it's just hard for me to wrap my head around, I guess, just with my, my train of thought and my mindset on, health and what's available and that the body can heal. There are options. And I know it's not going to be the same journey for everybody and everyone's journey is going to be fast or slow or whatever that is, depending on what they have. But just to be closed off to that is just, I don't know, it's a bit kind of foreign to me, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough as well because when it comes to the support, support groups for health, a lot of the times being diagnosed with something, it could be anything, um, but all of a sudden you can feel alone because you can feel like there's no one who understands you. You know, I used to say like, you'll never get it unless you get it when it comes to living with MS, because as much as my family and my friends, you know, did the best they could to support me, they didn't understand what I was going through. So in that sense, the support groups are helpful because you can, they can make you understand that you're not alone and there, there are other people there for you as well. But it can be a trap almost for people because suddenly you have this feeling of like, I have community here. I have family here. This is comfortable. I could hang out here for the rest of my life. I'm so supported. These people love me. But they love you for staying the same. And what like what we need to realize is that, you know, my experience in these groups, too, is like I said, it was a lot of to come in there and and. I don't want to use the word complaining, but to come in there and talk about, you know, all the things that are going poorly for you and how horrible you're feeling and the vibration level in this group in terms of energetically was very low. It was, you know, the whole misery loves company. Um, very much shone true for me in this group. And when you when you start to improve yourself and you start to change and you start to grow, your vibration is going to change. And so that's not going to be on the same page, on the same frequency. It's not going to be in the awareness level of the people that are in the group. And it's not saying that the support group didn't serve a purpose at the time when you joined it, or if someone who's still in that place, there's nothing wrong with the support groups. It's recognizing that like, if you start to feel like it's holding you back from moving forward, maybe it's a time to start looking for something that's at a next level that encourages you and that supports you haha <laughs> <laughs> um like to continue to grow and continue to move forward with your health with your success with your happiness with anything that you're interested in, in going for but you know it, they can be a place where people stay stuck is my kind of only concern there or my main concern yeah. i like what you said there about vibration because generally I think most people would know when I feel sad or fear that comes with a certain vibration 
and most can recognize that. So, I mean, if, if you're unsure of how to move forward and just things to be noticing, like notice the vibration that you feel when you interact with certain groups, certain people. And if you notice that when I interact with this person or this group, I kind of have this certain vibration. It's related to whatever emotion. It's like, I don't really like that so much. I would like to feel this other emotion, which is either excitement or curiosity or something that's going to propel you forward in some way, some way of growth and improvement. Just, just things to kind of think of and be aware of so you can get to where you want to be instead of maybe where you are. Uh, or where you've been uh just i don't know i like that that thought of frequency and just uh learning to be aware of what that means for you yeah it's interesting and like for some people that might be hard to wrap their head around like thinking about notice what frequency you feel or notice what vibration you feel like you're in um if you had said that to me eight years ago <laughs> i would have been like okay you're crazy yeah. um but i mean if you notice too as that changes you'll know when you're in a different frequency when you're in a different vibration because you'll notice different things that weren't in your awareness before and you'll attract different things. So if you're finding that, you know, people that you didn't notice in the past are messaging you or reaching out to you or you're noticing different things in your environment, that's a sign that you're shifting to a different vibration, right? And if you're in a lower vibration as well, you're going to notice like the thoughts that come to you. If you're, if you're coming out of one of those groups and you're feeling down, you're feeling sad, you're feeling um, worthless, you're feeling like low vibration energy, that's going to just cycle. You're going to have more and more and more like not good things show up for you, not good feelings show up for you. And ultimately that's, that can be a sign like, oh, well, okay, what's going on here? What's, I need to make some changes to my frequency, to my vibration, to you can call it whatever you want, but ultimately like attracts like, right? So if you're looking to to start to up level and start to move into a different area of health, of wealth, of um, abundance with relationships, of love, this is where, you know, we need to give more of what we're looking to receive. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess just opening yourself up as well. Um, with that receiving, you just mentioned, if you're able to receive and able to give there's that that balance um uh, what was i going to say there um with you talking about the frequency again and when we're looking for a certain thing and we see stuff in people that's like what what is in us what we see in other people is what we see in other people because we recognize it it's because we know it already um so it's just if you're starting to shift what you feel and are thinking inside, that's going to reflect out into the other people that you, you come into contact with. So it's, it's very neat. If, if you start doing that and just shifting even one of your thoughts and just being aware of what's happening around you, it's really kind of neat to notice. Like, I've never noticed that before. Oh, yeah. And then you realize because I haven't noticed that before, it's because I've changed something with myself. And it's kind of really kind of cool to, to pay attention to and just, keep an eye out for yeah it's it's so interesting to talk about too we were actually discussing this this morning in terms of a lot of the times things will start to happen too and we automatically go oh that's a coincidence it's not (laughs) there really there are no coincidences 
So if things start to happen to you, to you, for you, around you, it's recognizing like, what have I been thinking? What have I been doing that made me available for this? Like, how did I create this? Right. And when you start focusing on more on like putting the energy out that you want to get back as well, it's going to start coming back to you too. And it's not a, it's not a coincidence. Um, we're all energy ultimately. So yeah, like focus on what you do want. Um, and more of that will come back towards you. Right. In terms of community, in terms of, you know, interactions with family, with friends, with your children, this is going to be something that it's, it's going to reciprocate back to you. And a lot of it does start with the giving to others before the receiving happens. Yeah, I think that's the biggest kind of uh, common thread we have throughout this conversation is intention. Intention is key all around. Whatever you're going into, whatever you're doing, what is the intention that you want to put into that and what do you want to get out of that experience? Like, I, I can't, I don't know if I can describe it any other way. That's the, the key to most things. What's your intention and what do you want? What do you want to give? What do you want to receive out of this whole experience in life? support groups, mastermind groups, whatever groups. Yeah. Just consider that every time you go into a certain situation, what is, what's my intention? Yeah. I love that. I think that's great. And it's, it's such a powerful thing to think about too, when you go in and you think like, what, what's my focus here? What do I want, you know, to give, what do I want my intention in terms of what I want to get from this, but it's not all about getting back. Um, and awareness like paying attention to what's what is coming back to you because that's going to give you a really clear indication of what you are actually putting in as well Mm -hmm. right and even if you didn't get exactly what you intended why did you get that like what what is the reason for that can you find a learning or something okay i went into the situation and this is what i wanted but i got this instead so why did i get that what did i actually put out there and uh, what learning, like what's the reason for that? There's always a reason that we're getting something back. So either we need to continue healing or learning something ourselves, or I don't know, just maybe there's a certain message that we're supposed to be getting because sometimes that happens in patterns too. It's like you keep, again, we've talked, we've talked about patterns before, but maybe there's a certain message if you're noticing that's happened in previous uh, circumstances as well. Yeah, there's a lesson that you haven't learned yet, right? They say the universe just keeps giving you the lesson until you learn it. So, I mean, that can talk about all kinds of things, right? Okay, cool. I I think that's good. I think um, our intention was to get across a good message there, and I'm sure everyone will pick out whatever is meant to be for them. And uh, yeah, so it can just... Thank you for tuning in and please continue to uh, check us out all our other episodes. I know we have a bunch up there now. Um, Check out those if you haven't already. And if you feel inclined to leave a comment or send us some feedback, we'd love to hear from you. We're both on Instagram. I know our handles will be in the show notes. Uh, If you have any questions, please reach out. We'd love to get those as well. And thanks for listening.